Hi, this is Mike Bursell, voice of the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover and Living with the Land. Welcome to a voyage of discovery and awareness of the richness, the diversity, and the often surprising nature of the Mickey Dudes podcast. And now, from the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, it's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your Master of Ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Koch. My co-host, Pat Gennetti, was actually supposed to be on tonight, and he had a last-minute emergency, and this gentleman is just awesome and is juggling a lot on this plate, so I totally told him to uh, just do what he has to do. We all love Disney, but in order to be able to get to Disney, we have to adult first, so I have to give him that, so in his place... I can't think of a better group to uh, replace him with. We have some amazing Mickey Dude rotating commentators. First, getting up to be with us out in Scotland, we have the amazing Stephen Maxwell. Yeah, it's way past one, and I'm surrounded by idiots. Yes, mm-hmm. as much as I love you guys, we all are, and I'm probably the first one on that idiot list. Uh Mr. Q, are you in Florida or are you in the uh, state that must not be named? I'm in a state that must not be named as All the, right. uh, well, your neighbor to your uh, west. Yes. Happy summer, uh, everybody. The depreciated state uh, with um, the one that I could smell from New York. Uh, we have Joe Quattrochi. There you go. Happy Sorry. summer, everybody. <laughs> Quattrochi. Uh, yeah. My apologies. That time, I can act, I can say Quattrochi now. Th- this time, as I was saying, I actually bit my tongue in the middle of it, so I apologize for that. That wasn't a slight it's on your name. Brother. That was just me mm-hmm, getting a little mm-hmm. tongue-tied. From Chicago, Illinois, we have the amazing Tim Schweska. Uh, instead of the state must not be named, you can always just go ahead and refer to them as the state that has won multiple Stanley Cups since the Rangers have renewed their drought. Amen, brother. Amen. And moving on. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> from one of the Carolinas, we have... South. It's South Carolina. There's two of them. It's not that hard. From the Palmetto State. Palmetto, yes. From South Carolina. I have to do that just be- mm-hmm. because it's just... He's just awesome, and he's been taking this in good stride. So not with that, we have, we have the incredible Kyle Strander. Hey guys, did you hear about uh, yardsticks? No, I have not. they're not making them any longer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and he <laughs> chooses to tease the guy who has you know rifle range experience and a fur missile in his backyard. Oh, these jokes. And Fred, don't education don't do you no good. <laughs> And Fred's here too. Somewhere. Hi, Fred. Oh, Fred's laying down. And Fred hey, is here. I got. I got to put him. I got to I got to put a mirror on his nose. Make sure he's still alive every now and then. I actually can I see Fred one more time. I didn't. I wasn't. Um, it was all. Uh, oh, hey, Fred. It was a. Uh, 
Oh. Oh, hey, buddy. Yeah, I had Skype uh, minimized, so I didn't actually get to see him. So Standard operating procedure for a Bassett. <laughs> if you hear snowing noise, that's going to be him. And farting, that's going to be him, too. Okay. Well, or maybe. I can't I can't claim that one. You no, know what? Getting, after after the service that he's here, huh? performed through his life, he's allowed he's allowed a nice snooze and uh, a little bit of gas now. So mm-hmm. let him enjoy his life. He's a good boy. Yes, he is. And with that said, let's have a uh, word from our sponsors. Who has the largest selections of DVC resale listings and is the number one DVC reseller in the world? Who has 90% of their listings sell within 30 days with no upfront fees? Who has 95 years of combined Disney Vacation Club experience and has been selling DVC since 1993? Who has over $360 million in sales of DVC? The answer, my friends, is the same for every single question. It's DVC resale market. If you're in the market for buying Disney Vacation Club or have any questions about DVC, then look no further than DVC resale market. Nick, Kevin, and the whole team will do their very best to get you exactly what you need and answer any questions that you might have. Take a look at their website for some great information, their latest listings, or just some FAQs. We would like to thank DVC Resale Market for being part of our team. And now it's your turn. Let them be part of your team when buying DVC. Check them out at DVCResaleMarket.com. Whether it's the first sip of French roast at your Disney resort or the grand finale of a signature dining experience at a restaurant like Le Cellier, Chico, or the California Grill, Joffrey's Coffees make Disney memories more magical. Why not savor that Disney vacation just a little bit longer while enjoying a cup of Joffrey's in the comfort of your own home? Visit Joffrey's, the official coffee and tea company of Disney, online today at joffreys.com. Joffrey's Coffee and Tea, a flavor for every Disney memory. Mm, when I'm not building houses, I like drinking Joffrey's. <laughs> mm, yeah. When I'm not building houses or making one of my 14 kids, it's a great time to have a good cup of coffee. <laughs> Coffers. See this nasty roll out over the in grocery stores? Is that one a... it? That, that guy's got, he really does. He's got all of, all of my admiration. I, I can't handle one dog. I don't know how he handles what, four or five kids. I don't know how he does that. Oh, man. You got you, you parents. I mean, honestly, hats off to you. I have no idea how you do it. Is that Paginetti? <laughs> yes, the Paginetti gives him all that energy. And with that said, uh, Kyle and Stephen, and uh, vicariously since they're not with us, uh, Jeff and Pat, gentlemen, happy upcoming Father's Day. Even though uh, Stephen, I know that in Europe. Father's Day is in a whole other time of the year, but no, no, st- no, no. It's seventeenth. It is for you Sunday. guys. In, it is for you yeah, guys. Yeah, that's Sunday. It's only Mother's Day that changes for some reason. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah, Mother's Day and when the clocks go forward and the clocks go back. Yeah, that we learned. We learned the hard way that time. Yeah. 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 Well, I learned the hard way. Yeah. yeah. Father, well, Father's Day is usually a, a little potluck for me because. My wife's birthday and my son's birthday within like a week of each other of Father's Day. So, 
I might get a beer. Who knows? I'm actually dick- ditching my pops to go see friends in uh, Pittsburgh this weekend. So to make it up to him, I'm taking him on a uh, little trip next weekend because school is out. So he'll actually find out on Monday when I get home that the next day, hey, we're going on a road trip and we're going to Canada. We're going up to Hamilton to take pictures of uh, lush scenery that I think he would enjoy because he's a nature photographer. So when I skip out on a holiday, especially a holiday that is uh, honoring my parents, I make sure that I make up for it. So hence. Well, you heard about the big sweepstakes, right? No, I haven't heard oh, about Lord. the big sweepstakes. What about the it? winner? The winner gets a week in Pittsburgh. The loser gets two weeks. <laughs> I'm not going to touch that one with a 10-foot pole because uh, that's just, you're, that's you're, just for treading, my... you're treading in my territory there, Tim. That's, like that's just <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's just that's just for some of my Steeler friends. That's all. <laughs> I happen to uh, like our listeners, so if we have any uh, listeners from that neck of the woods, I don't want to enter. I don't not not no. I do want to entertain them. I don't want to uh, offend them. I love your Steel City. I do not like your Iron City beer. I'm from the South. I don't like anybody. There we go. Team Kyle. Mm. That's how I'm going to remember it. Kyle's from the South, South Carolina. Mnemonic devices. (laughs) Just as this is is going back to uh, the facts of life when Tootie was studying the the, uh, periodic table of elements. Hey, you, come back with my gold. It's just amazing how Dave is shaping the minds of young New Yorkers. Hey, in my SAT prep class, uh, I've taught mnemonic devices for all year, so that works. You you taught your students real good. And speaking of shaping minds, we uh, we shaped uh, a top 11 list this week, didn't we, gentlemen? Yes, <laughs> we did shape a top 11. Nice way to bring that back. Great well, segue. Yes, mm. great way to bring this back on track, my friends. So evil couldn't have made that jump. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is why I said you were the amazing Tim Sweska, because you were able to do so. So this week... I think Tim is always to hurry up. I know that, but I'm just ignoring his uh, little uh, digs and just uh, continuing on because uh, I can't because I'm host. And with that said, did you just call me a hostess? I said the hostess with the mostess. Yeah, but hostess hostess implies female. Not that no, I know. No, I was just like the host with the most, hostess with the mostest. I'm not calling you a female. It's okay. Gender fluid. Hmm. I believe you are a manly man. I believe you are a masculine male, Dave. It's okay. I'm fine with that. And you know what? I'm not trying to offend anybody. I have There are quite a few non-binary uh, gender-fluid people in my life that I happen to have great respect for. But that's another story for another time. So we're going to move on. And we are and now... I'm willing to bet those, I'm to bet those gender, uh, gender-binary people are probably hungry. Yes. Yes, they are. Wow. And it's time to go for a top 11... <laughs> For food service, <laughs> not quick serve, not 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 food service. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we are going for our top eleven quick service meals. Now, again, this was supposed to be Pat's baby. Pat had life to deal with at the moment, so he threw this to me last minute. And because I love Pat so much, I told him, "Buddy, don't worry, we got this." So. 
a little review of our top 11. Each of us anonymous, well, each of us individually sends Pat our top 11 for whatever topic it is. It could be in the past we've done hotels, we've done restaurants, this time table service restaurants, this time we did uh, quick service restaurants. And the way he tabulates this is when you, each time you uh, vote, you get points. So if you if you vote for a restaurant in the, in the 11 spot, you get one point. If it becomes your number one, it gets 11 points. And after that, he tabulates all of, all of the votes that we have of the nine current Mickey dudes that we have. And he comes up with our top 11 for that topic. So today we are doing the top 11 quick service dining meals. And in total, here's some, here's a couple of uh, statistics. 42 quick service restaurants were voted for in this group. All four of the parks were represented. However, not all of the Disney resorts were represented in this list. So first we're going to start with our honorable mentions. So we have two honorable mentions here. And the first one actually surprises me because this one is one that I put high on my list. It got 13 points. And that's Columbia Harbor House. That's an honorable mention? That's an honorable mention, actually. Are you freaking kidding me? That's number well, one. We actually have, we actually, this one, there's quite a huge amount of uh, points for each of these restaurants. And believe it or not, out of... That actually, I guess that would be our number 13 of the top 11 because we have two honorable mentions. And that one came in with actually, ironically, 13 points. So That surprised the crap out of me. Let's talk about this because it surprises me too because I really enjoy this restaurant. And obviously, uh, Kyle, I'm, I'm assuming that you do too. Mm-hmm. What makes this restaurant so special for you? I mean, the food's good, obviously, but it's also a good place to hang out. You know, it's a hot day. You go in there and it's never crowded. You go upstairs chill out for a little bit while you're waiting for your next fast pass or something but and then again the food's just decent it's good it's been there for years it's a staple if you ask me in disney parks you see i am totally in agreement with you i would say beyond decent i would say this food is high quality because one Mm -hmm. a lot of people really enjoy the liberty tree tavern this place shares the uh, space the kitchen space with liberty tree tavern you can get the clam chowder that they serve at Liberty Tree over here too, and yes, there is that there is that overhang upstairs where you can just kind of sit by a window and watch the world go by and sit in the air conditioning. I thought this would would have um, gained a lot more momentum. Did mm-hmm. any of you? I know I put it on my list. Uh, yeah. I assume Kyle, you put it on your mm-hmm. list. Number one. You put it on number one. So hence. So that's pro- so right there. That's that's the eleven points. So I, yeah. the other two points are probably from me. Uh, uh, um, I had. I think I might have had it like at eleven. Okay. So uh, so maybe I had it. Maybe I had it at eleven also. Then so that it was. I sent him my list a while ago, and I was in the middle of doing something else, and I knew he needed to get the list done for this. So I did put it on my list, but it was kind of uh, far down. So that would account right there for the 13 points. If he put it at number one, that would be 11 points. I probably put it at my last, and you probably put it at your last, so hence 
We no, have I, I'd put points. it at number nine. So mine was no okay, in the middle, but Pat you know, it's can't do math. I didn't put it I at all. I think it's really. It's really why, why, why is that? Uh, because just for us, it's not that the food is bad. I don't eat seafood, and ninety-five percent of the menu is seafood. Okay, yeah. I, 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 I know they I have a chicken pot pie, so it's it's not the fact that the the food is bad. I just don't eat seafood, okay. so I don't go there. So I, it's uh, that's honestly that's a valid point actually because there yeah. and that was one of the things that kind of when I did look at this, yeah, I was surprised, but that was the other thing that I said. I'm like, well, it is ninety percent seafood. Believe it or not, my favorite thing on that menu is actually the broccoli slaw. That's good stuff. It, it really is. It's one of those things. I mean, I've always been one of these people that's always uh, kind of just fought the battle of the bulge. And I'm always kind of just trying to uh, watch my weight. So when you are in Disney, a lot of times you tend to go for a bit of junk food. So I always kind of use that as a way to kind of just... I would just load up on the broccoli slaw before anything else because it was just... It was a good way to uh, fill up on something healthy before putting more junk into your into you. As uh, our friend Jeff says, the gut budget it helped uh, it helped keep the gut budget in check. And the other one of our, uh, if my phone will actually unlock again, the other uh, honorable mention is the. Amanda Poor Local Foods, also known as Yak and Yeti, quick service. Now, this one was high on my list, too. I talk about how I like the egg rolls in Adventureland, but they're no longer there. So the egg rolls at uh, Yak and Yeti quick service have always been a nice replacement for me. And I also really enjoy the chicken fried rice over there. Any thoughts on this one, gentlemen? I had never made I had mine at number two for Yak and Yeti. Uh, the honey chicken over there is really, really nice. Uh, it's always a place that I go to when I go to Animal Kingdom. And I'm surprised it's as low as, no, what, 12? You know, especially if I gave it what, 10 points. You know, really surprised at that. Uh, just so you know, it came in at 16 points. Uh, for Columbia Harbor House, there were f- four of us had on the list. Uh, Pat did not let us know how many uh, people had uh, Yak and Yeti on. But with that said, there are a lot of high-scoring restaurants for our actual top 11. I had a number 10, Dave. I mean, I totally agree with you. Egg rolls, it's a staple of Jen and I's. Whenever we're in Animal Kingdom, that's like our go-to snack. Uh, Egg rolls and pork fried rice, it's just somewhere that we always go. We look forward to it. And I think it's a great value. Those two egg rolls for that price is definitely something that will hold you over until you have a late ADR or something of that nature. It definitely uh, is, is a value, and they're pretty good. That that was my thing about it. I mean, they they sell them they sell them by the twos, and they they're quite tasty. Uh, my only issue with that, and it's and it's not a, it's not really an issue. It's more of just a uh, it's a management thing. Uh, in Animal Kingdom, as an annual pass holder, I have a Tables in Wonderland card. And Animal Kingdom, actually, before Tiffin's came online, the only table service restaurant was Tusker House, and it was a uh, character dining. And now you have a character dining, and you have a signature. You don't actually have a casual table service restaurant. And as a result of that, they make concessions at that park where every one of the uh, quick service restaurants are tables in Wonderland enabled. 
uh, with the exception of of, of Yak and Yeti uh, local foods, because it's own it's part of the Yak and Yeti, which is also another table service, but they're owned by Landry's, so they're kind of a private company that's uh, basically rents space from Disney, so they don't they don't participate in that program, and that's understandable too. So, but I kind of avoid it for that reason because. When I do go there, I am on a bit of a budget, so I did pay for money for my Tables in Wonderland card. So I usually end up at uh, some of the other restaurants, and one of them is actually on this list. So, gentlemen, are you ready to hear our top 11? Yes, sir. Okay. So, our top 11, starting with number 11, is one that I have been boycotting because at this point it was on two of our lists. I do like the variety of it, but I have been boycotting it ever since they uh, eliminated the chocolate animal poop, because <laughs> I'm just sick and twisted like that, and I kind of enjoyed uh, that whole idea of uh, eating animal poop, I guess, I don't know, I'm, I have problems. And that would be the Harambe Market at Animal Kingdom. It got 18 points, and it was on two of our list. Thoughts on this place, gentlemen? Never been. No. Mm-mm. Did any of you have it? <clears throat> no. Yes, I did. What, put, what <clears throat> made you put it on your list, Tim? What made me actually stick it on there is they have a wide variety of things. You, uh, you actually can get – that's one of the places where you can get the Boozy Dole Whip. Uh, you can get uh, – it's right by the Dawa Bar. You can – get uh, the Dole Whip with either Myers Dark Rum or Captain Morgan Coconut Rum added to it. Uh, so the wife uh, the wife would always grab something like that. And then uh, me being usually uh, feeding on something about every two and a half to three hours, uh, they have a they had a curry chicken with jasmine rice that, that I get I think it was like 890 something it was like 895 and very generous portion really uh really good to tide me over uh when when you're taking in the calories that i do you like like you said dave you you're, you're gonna be on a budget uh and that is something that really helps tide me over uh, it's you know it's not high in sodium it's not high in fat it's actually giving you uh you know giving you some macronutrients you actually need and the flavor is fantastic. Uh, they don't, they don't, as I like to say, sometimes try to uh, like just vanilla it up. They they actually leave some spices in there. There's actually flavor. There's actually spice. Uh, it's it's a very good dish, and there's plenty of other options there as well. Uh, it's just it's it's something that's always been on the top of my list. Not top of my not obviously top, but it's always something that's on kind of on my hit list when I go there. Excellent. I remember that one time I went there, they had like this, uh, I think they were calling it a milk tart. It was a chocolate milk tart. It was absolutely phenomenal. For for some reason, I don't know why, but I, and I, I need to, especially listening to you gentlemen talk about some of the phenomenal desserts down there. I don't do many desserts when I'm in Disney because most of the time my dessert is usually a beer. <laughs> Uh, I'm always going after. I always go after the extra alcohol rather than the extra dessert. <laughs> Dude, for me, uh, sugar and, and heat do, do not go along very well. See, and that's and that's another thing. Yeah, desserts will weigh me down, and 
Uh, yeah, I'm I'm useless. I'm like a car without wheels at that point. You see me, when I'm out of Disney, I will avoid sugar if I can. When I'm actually in Disney, it just... Dessert seems like something that's childlike and goes... Disney goes with childhood. So it just... I find myself going for more desserts when I'm actually in Walt Disney World than when I'm in my actual everyday life. I kind of avoid them. And I kind of just say, okay, well... At this point, it just kind of just goes with the territory. Oh, don't get me wrong. I like my sugary sweets on vacation, but like in the parks in the heat, not so much. But back in the hotel, yeah, I'm all over that stuff. Except maybe a citrus roll. <laughs> we won't. Yeah, those. We won't go to that because one day we need to do our top eleven kiosks. Because I, I, I did cheat and I did put a kiosk on mine. I put the Daily Poutine because I just needed to uh, represent Disney Springs. But uh, I, I did, was I called out. It is good. It, it only got six points, though. So that was between you and me. So No, no. I put, I put, a, I put a card on mine. Not, oh, yes. Put the, you the put, Frontierland you put the, card. Yes, you put, no that as ele- you put that as 11. I didn't yes, see that. Yes, it's no longer there because I don't know why. It's sad spot. Sad. Yeah, point. that I, I that's that honestly that needs to be a segment in itself, mm-hmm. and uh, I think Stephen can start to rant, and then you can like commandeer the rant and start that. That would actually be quite a uh, impressive one. It would be it would be right up there with uh, Joe's rant about the monorails. I did I did get new monorails. I think so. That, that one was a fall out of. <laughs> No, those were pushed out. Those were, those were pushed out. The AC went out. So. Uh, okay, gentlemen. <laughs> let's move anyway. on to number 10. Sorry. No, not a problem. Number 10 is one that I used to like, and uh, I happen to enjoy this cuisine, but I haven't tried the new menu, so I couldn't rightfully put it on, but uh, it is still a very popular one in the Magic Kingdom. And number 10 was Pecos Bills. Which used to yes. offer a whole bunch of different uh, standard American fare, and now it's kind of more of a. Uh, Mexican, I guess sort of thing. I was gonna. I, I was gonna say uh, Disneyfied, uh, Disneyfied Tex-Mex. Uh, Tex-Mex. I was gonna use a word Chipotle. that started with uh, B and end in eyes, but uh, you can use your imagination. But it's pretty much that type of Mexican cuisine. In this way, what do you I guys like think? Because I haven't tried the new, I haven't tried the new menu, <clears throat> but it's been out for about a year or so. The fajitas yeah. are good. I mean, like sometimes the shells are a little dry and overcooked because they've been sitting in the foil. But I mean, it's not bad. I mean, it's there's always plenty of seating. The food's always good. If you're not in the mood for a burger and you don't want to go to Columbia Harbor House and a fish, it's definitely a, a good alternative. Uh, or if you don't want to sit down at uh, Skipper's Canteen, I mean, this is it's a it's a good spot. I mean, it's uh it's not something I go out of my way for, like a Captain Cooks or something else, but you know, it, it's serviceable. Which, yeah. by the way, that did not make the list, and I'm surprised about that. Captain Cooks, yeah, that was number one on my list, by the way. I believe mm-hmm. I had it as number one too, but that goes to show you right there. There's 22 points. Uh, by the way, uh, Animal Kingdom had. Uh, the uh, Harambe Market and Pecos Bills both were tied for 18 points. The reason why Harambe Market was ranked at 11 and he ranked uh, Pat ranked Pecos Bills at 10 is because there there was uh, two on our list and they were very high, second and fourth. 
and then but Pecos Bills was on three people's list, so he used that as the as the tiebreaker. And there's going to be another tiebreaker as we go on. But number nine is one that honestly, I totally forget it's even there because it's just one of those places that's just uh, kind of hard to get to. And I think that if I actually was thinking about it, I probably would have added it in because I did experience once and it was really enjoyable. And that is Be Our Guest because in the mornings it is... Well, not anymore in the mornings. In the afternoons, it is table service. It does... I'm sorry. It is quick service. It turns to table service during dinner time. But they do have some very creative options and... There is a, uh, with the RFID technology of them bringing the food to your, to your uh, table with the, little, with the little Lumiere that you have, there is a bit of Disney magic to it. So I can actually see this one. I didn't vote for it myself, but in regards to Be Our Guest, we had yeah. 22 votes. It was on three people's list. Gentlemen, any yeah. of you have it? That one was a tie number four for me. Uh, Why is that, I just think, well, mainly the theming of it. I mean, I ate there three times the last time I was there, and it's three breakfasts, and we ate in each one of the wings. Uh, the food, I mean, for a for a quick service dining, it's twenty five dollars, uh, and I think it's probably one of the best values you actually get there. You know, you got a tray full of pastries first off. And then you get like a, a, a sit down main course, and it, it's it's more like a it's more like a table service than anything else. You know, it's not like a normal. You know, you just go up and pick up. They bring the food to you. I totally you know, see it, that. I think that that's a wee bit different. Uh, <clears throat> I did have it on my list, and really i didn't have it on there for so much the food but the experience i think the theming goes right along with the new fantasy land i think uh the wings are very well designed like you said dave the rfid uh technology where they bring the food to your table a little bit of disney magic it's something where it's uh it really does fit in with the kind of family friendly atmosphere they're trying to keep in the magic kingdom uh, not I mean it's the uh, the food I had there wasn't anything wasn't anything huge or groundbreaking but it was solid it okay. was it was a solid food there was I could literally find nothing wrong with it uh, everyone there uh, everyone in our party there were six of us walked out satisfied the only thing I would say is it it feels uh, it, as well where the theming is fantastic it still feels a little bit too much like a food court yeah really that's that's the only thing. I, it's, is that more I of think, the, is uh, that more of the ordering process, or because I, I didn't get that idea when I went. I just uh, I don't I don't through the order yeah, through the app. You know, so you don't even have to go to one of the the, the sort of booths to do it. You can do no, it. In the app and you just to tell you the up. truth, it's uh, it, the noise is what gets me. Okay. Yeah, I, I can see that. The, no, the noise. I mean, one uh, and, and noise noise will sometimes keep my wife and I out of a place. Uh, as much as we love Boma. Uh, we'll either try and go on very off times, and if we can't go on a very off time, we don't go at all because uh, I've been in mess halls that sound uh, that have been quieter than that. We did a sit down for be our guest. It was one of those things. Food was good. It was. I'm glad I did it, but I'm not. I'm not trying to go back and rush to do it again. 
Yeah, it was neat to experience once. I'm, I'm, I'm done. But I mean, I, I get it, and I get why it's always crowded because, again, it, it ties right in with what everybody's doing. Uh, it, it ties right in with what uh, Disney's doing with the whole princess thing. And let's face it, I mean, Beauty and the Beast has always been a big moneymaker for him. Still mm-hmm. is. Oh, it's huge. It's one of the biggest ADRs to get. You know, mm-hmm. the hardest ones to get. Agreed, agreed, Stephen. It is. It's an extremely hard one. See, I completely disagree with you guys. I had breakfast there a couple of times, and my eggs were oversalted. I essentially paid, you know, a lot of money for a giant continental breakfast. And mm-hmm. I was like, never again. I get that. And, I mean, it's. Yeah. I mean, I, and listen, BR guys would be perfect if you took like the ambiance of a California Grill, where it's a little more of an adult crowd, not as many kids, and not as loud. That would be amazing. I that's like a sit down, now a sit down they... signature, but the counter service, yeah. I mean, yeah. but it's okay. You know what? You guys have the ADR. I will just go somewhere else. <laughs> I wonder now if that's actually what they're trying to do with the new prefix menu for dinner, Joe. Because it I looked be. at that. I looked at that menu, and it doesn't seem very child friendly. Mm-hmm. Which actually surprises me, considering it is in the Magic Kingdom. I mean, you have to play to the children, and that restaurant. Yeah, they do have a kids menu and everything. You know, you have your standard chicken fingers and everything. But even still, with that, it just honestly, it's for what they're charging over there and everything. It, it even to appeal to the adults and everything. I just I, I don't know about it anymore. Like I said, I totally even forget. I forget that it existed because it's just so hard to get into and all. I didn't know that you can actually order it online now. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's basically the breakfast. I know that's, that's what we did. Because are they still offering the same breakfast? It's about half an hour to actually roll up and, and do it through the booth. So you just pre-order. Just go in, they give you the roads, and you, you just head off to your table and get your coffee in there. Is breakfast still an option I, over there? Or do uh, they, I, yeah, have, I have I'm a patch right list now. up on my phone, so I can't actually look quickly. So one of you can actually do that for I'm me. Look, yeah, they got they got it. Okay. I know what the I know what the extra magic events like the hard ticketed events in the morning. The breakfast is at Pinocchio Village House, so they're not doing it at BR Guts. So. Oh yeah. Well, 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 that actually is included in the hard ticket. Correct. Price. Yeah. yeah. They're, but they're not using BR Guest as no. some the place people. Where you're some people with. use BR Guest. They'll make a. Uh, they'll have a breakfast set. They'll have a breakfast set up so that they can they can go over to. Uh, Seven dwarfs. Yeah. At that point. Same thing like people use Akershus to uh, ride uh, Frozen. Frozen. Like uh, mm-hmm. the time Chuck and I did that with Heather. But moving on. And Be Our Guest got 22 points. It was on three of our lists. Moving on is one of my personal favorite restaurants on property. Taking the number eight spot with 25 votes on four of our lists is... The Flame Tree Barbecue at Animal Kingdom. Did I have that on there? Dave, we went there. You're the first person to take me there. Remember that? What did you think of it? I... It was very good. That's why I had it. I had it number. Uh, I had a number nine on my list, but I remember it was uh, me and you, and I think Jeanette was there. With Jeanette us as well. was there. And was your the wife food was there fantastic. too? No, she was not there. Okay. She was not there. Um, but that was, dude, the food was fantastic. I mean, it was plenty of seating. It was you know, nice seating outside, up at a lake. Uh, the barbecue was fantastic. No complaints at all. Definitely a go-to in Animal Kingdom if you're on that side of the park and you want mm-hmm. something a little more substantial besides, you know, an egg roll. 
I liked it. I think it's uh, definitely uh, definitely pretty good. The the portions are quite hearty. Yes, it is it is Disney, so it is quite pricey. But for what they do charge, they do give you a lot, and they mm-hmm. have a bunch of uh, various different type of uh, combo meals where. They will give you a lot of their prime offerings for a very reasonable price when you see what the feast that you get. Yeah, you might look at it and say, you know, uh, I paid thirty bucks for I th- paid thirty bucks for lunch for two people, but you know, you get helpings of some of their best meats on uh, the menu. Okay. Well, <clears throat> also one thing that a lot of people sometimes don't take into consideration is. A lot of that is, you know, smoked, you know, smoked, barbecued, everything there. That's a labor intensive process to make that kind of food. Uh, it's you, that's not just something you can just go ahead and throw in or prep. And because if if you cook it ahead of time and just prep it, you're going to notice it. You will notice it when you taste it. And I I personally think it's very, very hard to find uh, better barbecue with the exception of uh, Whispering Canyon in uh in in the in the property they have fantastic barbecue there you've been in polite pig yet polite pig oh i i am believe me polite pig is the first place we're hitting when we get there this september it will blow your barbecue mind (laughs) i've read the menu and uh, i'm just walking in and looking at them and saying okay (laughs) (laughs) yes please I i did flame tree a while back it was good food but we were down in July, and it was just too. It was miserable outside. Okay. The food was good, just it was just too darn hot. But I, I knew it was going to be on a list for like forty people, forty people on this on this darn podcast. So I didn't put it on mine. So we had four people put it on. Did any of you actually put polite pig? That one didn't actually make our list. Anybody? Uh, I put it on number two. You put it on number two. So that oh, goes to man. show you right now how. Uh, how contentious this list is because that would been that would have had Yankee. a lot of points for you. No, uh, there's a bunch of Yankees. That's what it is. Y'all don't appreciate the barbecue. Be our guest. I made haven't tw- been I'm, to I'm sorry, not, not, pig. Not flame. Not not be our guest. <laughs> flame tree made 25 points. Quit firing on Sumter, rebel. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, I'm married to a Southern girl, right? So, she so right. She, she's from so right she by you. Hasta la vista, John John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> Unhand me, Yankee. <laughs> Your next Chester A. Arthur. Oh, God. No. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, was, no, was, we're, we're going to get way too off on this. Okay, anyway. Number seven. Number seven. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's Zachary Taylor. I'm dying 30 Siete. days. We are the most mediocre presidents. Okay. Number seven. So going to number seven. <laughs> And this one had 26 points, so uh, we have other ties actually because we have other. We have the next one at number five also has six as 26 points. In this case, we had it on three of our uh, list. In one case, it was second, and another one it was third. And this is one that I actually also forget that exists, and I did have quite a delectable cheeseburger over there but there is something about it that kind of kept me i guess maybe my mind was uh, kept uh blank on it and there is a good reason for that and that is uh geyser point at wilderness lodge God bless. 
Is that seven? Yeah, there's a seven, right? Geyser Point? That was, yeah, that came in at number seven. Okay. Yeah, that was number three on my list. Okay, so yes, uh, Pat did make a note on that. And somebody put it at number two. Why did you put it at three? I mean, the, like, just like these guys said with Be Our Guest, the ambiance, you can't beat Geyser Point, the view with Bay Lake right there. Um, the bar is fantastic. The food is really good. I like the smoked turkey sandwich on the, um, it was like a multi-grain bread. It was fantastic. I mean, the food was very fresh. It did not seem fast foody at all. Um, great places to sit. Like they have couches there, they have tables there. It's just an all around a pleasant experience. Um, and that's why I had it so high on my list at number three. I mean, it's somewhere, again, like I say, even Captain Cook's, it's somewhere where if I'm actually in Daytona, I would actually go out of my way if I had nothing to do, say, I'm going to go to Geyser Point and have lunch, or I'll go to Captain Cook's have lunch, or I'll ride my bike out there. Like, that's that's one of those places I would go out of my way for. Uh, it's on one. It's on the top of my list, so. Anybody else have a response before I respond to Joseph? I have not been, but I'm dying to go. Okay. Steven, Tim? No. Never I been. have actually not been. Okay. I have a bad feeling about Dave's response. Looks like he's gearing up from here. <laughs> oh. No, actually, Joe, honestly, everything that you said, I am in total agreement with. We are on the same page with. The only thing that I think maybe made me put it out of my mind and didn't uh, actually make it even put on my list is, uh, yeah, it's a beautiful ambiance. The food is delicious. Uh, the whole air, it's a very comfortable sitting area. The drinks are top notch, but you do have a very bad insect problem over there. The insects, because you're right on, you're right on the, uh, on the banks of Bay Lake. I don't think they're mosquitoes, but there is a, there is a swarming issue. It's not as much a problem in the day, but in the evening, in the restaurant itself, they kind of they do something i guess they may be pumping in some type of uh non-human noxious gas to us something's going on with those bugs are not there but to like walk no seams or something but to the walk love bugs no, no actually like, no like yeah. no seams or the uh-huh. love bugs are actually something different uh and they're actually bearable but these are actually swarming type uh, bugs and the thing is to actually walk over to get to them they kind of congregate by the lights, so you actually have to walk through a huge wall of them as you're walking through, and they kind of swarm around you then to kind of get there. That's the issue. Once you actually get into the restaurant, somehow they do a very good job of pest control where they're not there. It's just going to the restaurant and leaving the restaurant that can be sometimes a challenge with these things because you are going to get swarmed with them. And that's one of the reasons why... I think a lot of people would disagree with us on this this restaurant. As far as if it wasn't for that, I think this restaurant would go a lot higher. But that is something to contend with. Joe, I mean, I, I mean, I've eaten there during the day, so your argument that uh, will definitely you know hold water because I'm not eating there at night when these bugs are probably a, a problem. So if I were to go there at night, I probably would see these issues a little bit more or whatever time of the year that the bugs would be out more during the ta- day during the daytime I've, i have not experienced that for like lunch so it's definitely a valid point because nobody wants to eat with bugs all around them okay so, well no like, no to listeners definitely try this place because it is an excellent uh disney experience 
but maybe try to plan a lunchtime at that point. If, uh, you know, if you're uh, not uh, adverse to... Uh, or get it to go uh, if you're staying at Wilderness Lodge. Yeah, <laughs> or uh, adverse to uh, soaking yourself in deep, go for dinner. <laughs> and I need to re-pull up my phone. And also tied with 26 points in Disney Springs making five of our list it was the highest Disney Springs top 11 Pat put something else but I can't read his handwriting because he writes like a three year old <laughs> he's a teacher we expect we have Dude, you're killing me bro <laughs> the Earl of Sandwich yes number six I actually got one of my list made it. Okay, so why? Why did it make why did it make your list? Because it's good. <laughs> it is That's delicious. All I got. It's amazing. That's all I got. I left... You can get it anywhere, right, Dave? You can get it at the airport. You can get it at Newark Airport. You can get it at Orlando Airport. But it's just something about eating the holiday sandwich at Disney Springs, like outside. Like it's just with a nice beer in your hand. It just doesn't get better than that. That's Dude, what I was going to say. The holiday sandwich is just so good. That's fantastic. Like, I don't like sandwiches. I hate Firehouse Subs. I hate Subways. I hate all them chain Jersey Mikes. But Earl's Sandwich is another level up there. I can deal with that kind of sandwich shop. It's like having a hot dog at a baseball game. You can make them at home. But when you have it at City Field or Yankee Stadium, it's just that much better. Yes. Or Spirit Communication Park. Or Something we don't really get over here (laughs) is is the the hard roll sandwich. You know, you get subways, which is obviously soft, but but being inside the hard roll with all the stuff in it, and it's just all wrapped up in silver. That's great. Okay, yes. have one right now. For everybody listening, so what you're telling me, Stephen, is you like smile on Stephen's face. He has a smile on his face, and he's telling us he likes it long and hard. Okay. Yeah. Good. <laughs> all right. Well, with that said. Uh, I did not put it on my list because um, I just don't like the wait time for it. It's just always I was waiting packed. to hear meh. No, meh. no, actually, I I really do enjoy it. And honestly, when I do need a uh, when I do need to go back to my happy place of Disney, there is uh, two locations in New York City. I actually do go to them for uh, one of the sandwiches. But ironically, when I'm actually in Disney World. I don't go to it because, again, I don't normally go to Disney Springs that often. If I do, I'm going in the evening. So it's one of those things that uh, I have eaten there in the past. But, uh, again, it's just there's always a crowd. It always takes forever. When I'm going there, I'm starving. And they give you one of those pagers, and it's like 15 minutes before it goes off. And I just, honestly, I'd rather just go to somewhere else where I can just get my food quicker because by the time I'm going to eat... I'm starving, but it is top-notch food. If you haven't tried it, definitely go. And it's probably one of the best values on Disney property. Yeah, it's a huge sandwich. I think 15 minutes to wait for something like that is... I'd wait. You know, I I do wait for it. I think it just builds anticipation when you actually get it. I had to go to Washington, D.C. this weekend, and... Somewhere on I-95 in Maryland, 
there is a rest stop and as I'm driving, I caught it out of the corner of my eye that they actually have a Earl of Sandwich on the rest stop. I think it's the Maryland House or the Chesapeake House, Dave, because I've seen the same sign. I believe it's the Chesapeake House one. But I, as I was passing by, I'm like, are you kidding me? I had just noticed the sign right as I missed the exit to get off for the for the uh, for, for that for that rest stop. But I was kicking myself all over because I could have just definitely gone for a full Montague at that point. But I had to uh, basically uh, be content later on by going to Subway and getting a uh, dry turkey sandwich later on, which is probably better uh, health-wise. But I really did contemplate going back around and going and going out of my way, going back south again to go back to Earl's Sandwich in that way. Okay, so we're number five, right? Yeah, right. Number five now, and number five, the numbers now kind of uh, jump. While Earl of Sandwich and Geyser Point got 26 points, and Flame Tree got 25 points, all of a sudden now we jump and we have a tie for fourth and fifth. I'm sorry, uh, yeah, fourth and fifth place with 34 points, with both of us putting, with uh, four of us putting each one on their list at number five. With one voting at first, one voting at second, and one voting at fourth, which was the tiebreaker, we have Landscape of Flavors at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Now, I will tell you that I put this at number one. And one of the reasons why I did is because while it's a value resort, there is a huge variety of foods that you wouldn't expect to find in a value food court, and they're actually gourmet. One of my favorite things, I have driven on Disney property and was not staying at Art of Animation. I have gone over there for their cheesy pesto bread when I wasn't even staying at the resort because I enjoy it that much. Anybody have any comments on Landscape of Flavors? Never been. Never been. It's pretty good. I've eaten there, um, I think, before the night before the half marathon in January. I had a spaghetti and meatballs. It was just easier to get an ADR there. I mean, uh, just to walk in besides getting an ADR somewhere else. So, and it was it was pretty good. I mean, sauce was good. Pasta was good. It was fresh. I mean, it's uh, it's better than your... It's the best food court in a resort on Disney property. So I am assuming that everybody else on this uh, particular panel did not have it as their... Nope. I did not have Second it on my list. Second or fourth. Though. Because I had it as the first, so it had to be one of the people that is not with us at the moment. So either Chuck, Michael, uh, Jeff, Jeff, or Pat. So, But one of us had it at second and one of us had it at fourth. And with our um, tie, with 34 points also... What made it the fourth place one is that one person voted as first, one person voted as second, and rather than fourth, one person voted as as third, so Pat ranked it higher, is our uh, very own Chuck Fitzgerald's favorite restaurant of all, Sunshine Stevens. Oh, I can yeah. see that. I had it at number two. I had it at number nothing. 
but you're wrong. <laughs> Dude, Sunshine uh, Seasons is awesome. The chicken and with the uh, rice and beans is fantastic. Yep. I mean, the, the chicken's never dry. It's moist. It's always filling. Um, I mean, you have options you know to do on a sandwich. You know we lost a whole bunch of uh, listeners right now by using the word moist. Uh, well, you're the one that repeated it. After <laughs> I just used yeah, it. Yeah, so... I and don't. I don't always, get that whole thing. Why people freak out with the word moist? Yeah. But a bunch of a bunch of people apparently do. Listen, and if you're running to illuminations and it's late at night and all the beer carts have closed in Future World, you can always run into uh, Sunshine Seasons and they have uh, cold beer in there. So, cold yep. beer, not cold good beer. Well, it's beer. It's something. They, though they have some. They have Highline stuff in there, in a can. Oh, they do have a scene. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they, they got a decent variety. Yeah, all like your Bud Light, Sun- your Mick Ultra, but they'll have Highlight. They'll have uh, the Corona, I think, in there. They have uh, they have a couple other ones. Like Sunshine Seasons for me is kind of like yeah, I got some time to kill between soaring and living with the land, and is there I'll eat, but like to go run to go to it, nah. You see, I always thought that this was one of the, like uh, the character meal of what is that Garden Grill. Which is awesome. <clears throat> yes. Love Garden Grill. Yes. I was always under the impression that they used the uh, produce from uh, Living with the Land in this restaurant, too. According to one of the cast members, when I asked about that, they said no, that they don't. And the reason being is because there's such a high turnover at the quick service restaurant that there wouldn't be enough uh, supply from the greenhouses mm-hmm. to do that. So it's only upstairs in uh, Garden Grill. So that kind of killed it for me, but I do really still enjoy this restaurant. I did have it high on my list. Uh, again, going back to the whole conversation about the desserts, I go there a lot for dessert. Their cheesecake is amazing. Their strawberry shortcake, uh, the only one on property that can rival it is the one at Hoop De Doo. So a lot of times it's I go there for the sweets. Yeah, they do actually have a very good menu. Even though I've, I honestly have never tried one thing off of it. That's one thing I've always that's gra- always grabbed my attention. They do have a very good menu for sweets. It's really busy as well. You know, I mean, as, and, as Kyle was saying, you are just going there for soaring or living with the land. So I think Sunshine Season is just one of these places. It's it's there, and you sort of pass by it. But every time you look down when you come down the escalator, it's always jumping you know there's always folk there yeah it's, it reminds me of an air force chow hall you got your grilled right here your salads right here your fish right there it's 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 decent food i give it's, it's decent food but nothing to write home about for my case and we all know how chuck just raves about that place so that one's definitely for chuck chuck you're right so i had a number two yeah <laughs> So, gentlemen, I'm going to make a confession. I totally lied to you guys by mistake because I said that Captain Cook's was not on our list. And Pat sent this list, and it was a handwritten list, and it was uh, just a photo taken. And when I looked over it, I had to actually uh, kind of just zoom in. I totally missed the fact that Captain Cook's is definitely on this list, and that actually is rightfully so. Captain Cook's came in on third with 38 points, so I don't know how I missed that. It was on five of our list, and that actually sounds more more uh, accurate because when I said before that it wasn't on our list, 
I was just as perplexed as you guys when I told you that. So my apologies. That was my mistake. We have five people that voted Captain Cooks and it warranted 38 points. Thoughts? I've got it on my list. It was fan it's fantastic. Number one number, on my list. Number nine. Dole whips, dole whips, dole whips. I've rode my motorcycle from Daytona to Disney just for Captain Cooks and just kind of hung out for a little bit because I was killing time on a day and then left. Nice. <clears throat> I can't get enough of the Pan-Asian fried noodles with chicken. Yes. Amazing. And it makes and it makes me sweat because it's still kind of a little spicy, but I love it. I mean, it's it, the coconut meatballs are good. The pork fried rice is good. I mean, I know they've I know they've modified the menu a little bit over years, and some people didn't like that. But it's still like one of the better counter services, quick services in Disney. What I do totally miss about it is the adult gr grilled cheese sandwich. Yes, that's what I was thanking Dave for. Well, that's, I knew there was something I was missing. And that's the thing. At first, when they took it off the menu, I remember one time I was at the menu. I, I was over there, and I was, and I said to the uh, server, I'm like, oh, no, you guys took off the adult grilled cheese. And she said, oh, well, we can make it for you. And they made me one. And then later on, I asked if they could make one again, and uh, the cast member actually was quite rude about it and says, "No, we're not doing it." And when I asked for a, when I asked for a lead because of the way that I was uh, spoken to, the lead was very nice, and they explained the reason why. Well, they have to retrain that particular cast member, but the reason why they uh, couldn't make it in this time is because. It's been so long since it's off the menu that they don't actually stock the ingredients for it anymore. But for a while, if you asked nicely, you were able to get it. But it is one of those things that I do miss. And yeah, they did change the Tonga toast and you don't get the uh, berry compote. But I do enjoy it in the morning once in a while. I will get a piece of Tonga toast and just split it with friends while, while there. I do like the way you said that the cast member had to be retrained. He's <laughs> <laughs> a jerk there, Dave. Why am I a jerk? <sighs> Never mind. Just having a bad day. Mm -hmm. I didn't say the, the cast member was uh, flogged or uh, basically uh, cattle prodded. Plank. Yeah. At that point, I mean... <laughs> You know, Dave, one of my favorite things when I, we stayed at the Polynesian last year was I go to Captain Cook's, get some noodles, get some pork fried rice, bring it back to the quiet pool and just sit by the pool and have lunch. I can see have, that. Have a, have a beer. It's great. I don't think I, I don't think I've ever eaten. I don't think I've ever eaten uh, any of the Pan-Asian stuff over there. I think I've only done it up in uh, Kona Cafe. I, that is something that I do have to try next time I'm there. But it's one of those it's one of those places that just you know how like Disney is home. That's to me when I'm in Disney, Captain Cook's is a home cooked meal for me. And rounding out coming up number number two at Animal Kingdom Lodge with forty one votes, five on our list, we have the Mara. I put it on there because <clears throat> You can get zebra domes. Why did you guys put it on? Uh, I put it on there. Uh, just again, another one variety. Uh, the food is always fresh. Uh, they share a kitchen with Boma, so 
you're getting uh, you're getting some high quality food out of there. And my wife actually has a corn allergy, and she was looking at one of the flatbreads that she really liked, but there was corn on it. One of the chefs from Boma actually came over there, sat down, talked to her, asked her exactly what she wanted on the flatbread, went back, whipped it up for her, and she loved it. Uh, awesome. They were more than accommodating, um, very, very nice. And I just, uh, for the many times my wife and I have stayed there, going all the way back to, <clears throat> pardon me, our engagement trip in uh, 2003, we have, uh, we've literally never, we've never had a bad meal there. Never had a bad experience. That's awesome. All right, gentlemen, were you ready for number one? I'm trying, I'm looking at my list, Dave. I, I'm trying to think. I know I don't have number one on my list, but I'm just trying to think what it could be. Okay. I think I might have it. Yeah. All right. Well, how about this? I might have a number three. Okay. So number four, actually. our number one came in with 59 votes. It was on six of our list and it had four first place votes. So before I actually tell it, gentlemen, let's go around the, the table and let's, uh, let's take a guess on what it might be. Steven, what do you think? I think it's going to be uh, Animal Kingdom, and I think it's going to be in Pandora and the Satili Canteen. Okay, Joe. Well, I think uh, I think uh, Artist Palette's out over at Saratoga Springs, so since that's probably <laughs> not it, I would have to agree with Stephen. It's probably uh, Satili Canteen. I didn't put it on my list because I haven't eaten there yet, uh, but I'm so that's what I'm probably thinking. It's uh, what Satoli is this Canteen. Saratoga Springs place you talk about? It's it's wonderful. It's heaven. I'll take you there someday. I'll take you there someday. And by the way, Artist Pal was number five on my list. Um, With that said, uh, Kyle, what's your number one? Yes, I agree. Santuli, Satuli, whatever it's called. The Pandora place. And uh, Tim? That is honestly my guess as well, even though it's not on my list. Uh, Just the menu. Seeing the menu, uh, it's most likely probably going to become my number one when we try it. Well, coming in with four first-place votes, six on our list, 59 votes. Yes, Animal Kingdom's Sartuli Cantina is number one on our list, gentlemen. Yay! Until Woody's Lunchbox opens. Until we <laughs> Woody's Lunchbox that's going to be serving alcohol, which is a travesty. But... No, it's not. It's supposed to be what's in, what's supposed to be what's in Woody. It's supposed to be what's in Andy's lunchbox at that point. Honestly, he's college right now. Yeah, but Andy was a child when he had Woody. So at this point, if they're if they're uh, giving him hard cider, I'm calling ACS. But getting back to uh, <laughs> Pandora, you walk into this place and you ha- you're welcomed by this huge fire with all of these meats being roasted on it and it's just as pleasing for the nose as it is I'm sorry it's just as pleasing for the eyes as it is the nose it just it it tells this story and then you order your food it's you can have healthy options you can get it on a bed of greens you can get it on quinoa you can get it on brown rice it yeah, granted, they have these very rich, creamy sauces that probably shoots all of that uh, healthy eating to uh, heck. But even with that said, 
it's you still get some very nutritious food you get some really generous portions with it i i love it and you can also order online so that you can have it ready for you gentlemen i think it's really weird it. It really is a weird restaurant you know just the way you go in and the order you know it's, it's just so fresh it really is it's out with of a, a, a sit-down restaurant, I think that's probably the best you'll get as a quick service. Well, and as you said, the, the portions are really, really big. As when you look at the bowl, when you get it, they don't look any size, but the bowls are so deep that you can, you're there for ages just eating and eating. But the taste in it, and as you say, the creamy sauces, you know, it, it just adds to a great day. And I... I was looking forward to a Pandora anyway, but you add that in and go for, go for lunch, just great. Well, don't forget, Stephen, it is kind of weird because remember, it is not of this world. You're on another planet, so you're you're having some <laughs> mm. intergalactic cuisine. In oh, I case. still think the the cheeseburger buns look still a wee bit weird, and I know Kyle. They're uh, awesome. They're fantastic. <laughs> I just think that the maybe the. The feeling of them, you know, the sort of, if you bite into them, I don't know what the texture would be. <laughs> it just looks that it's, weird. Oh, you, have, like you haven't tried them? It's like a cheeseburger no. dumpling, man. It's Okay, so amazing. let's think of it this way. You go to bite into them, and you think you're like eating at a, ch when you go to grab one and bite into one, it's as if you're eating at a Chinese takeout house, but the minute you uh -huh. take a bite and you get the taste, you're in McDonald's. <laughs> that's mm. enough to put me off it for life <laughs> dude no i can't no it's it's good it's good eating right there it, it no I'm, I'm agreeing with you but it tastes it tastes like a fast food cheeseburger which there's nothing there's nothing it, wrong it with at all fast food cheeseburgers are absolutely of, am amazing it's the american way but instead of having these uh I gotta defend the cheeseburger thing here. You know, I'm, I'm, not, having, I'm not disagreeing with it. I love them. But instead of having like a dried, you know, run-the-mill Disney World hamburger, you get any other quick service around there. It's actually good, moist, and fresh. You see, I don't find I don't find the burgers objectable in uh, in I Disney. I do, man. I don't like them. I don't like them. You see, for me, I've always felt, and again. This is just my opinion, but they always say cheeseburgers taste better in Disney World. Maybe it's because I avoid cheeseburgers in my everyday life, but I do go to Disney quite often, so I guess I do have quite a few cheeseburgers. But that is your everyday life. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. You got me there. Disney is a lifestyle. Anybody else have any other comments? I've never no. been there, so I really can't say anything better. Yeah, than same itself. here. Just okay. All this talk of uh, food has made me hungry. That's all I can say. Well, I will say Steve. one thing. Oh, go ahead, Joe. I was just saying, if we were done, we should maybe do a quick recap for everybody. Our top eleven. Okay. Down. Well, I will happily do that. But I will definitely say it now. With this group, we did talk about how we're not dessert people. I will say, definitely do try their chocolate cake and their blueberry cheesecake. They are, they are unique. And their presentation, they're just as much a feast for the eyes as they are for the taste buds. So definitely, if you haven't tried them, 
I would definitely recommend that you do. And just to recap, coming in at honorable mention, we have Columbia Harbor House with 13 mm. votes. Travis Yak and Yeti Local Foods, also known as Amanda Port Local Foods, at 16 points. Our number 11 was Harambe Market in Animal Kingdom at 18 points. In the Magic Kingdom, Pecos Bills with 18 points. Again, there was the um, point wise, uh, two people had. Harambe on their list, while uh, Pecos Bills was on three people, so that's why it ranked higher. Number nine was Be Our Guest in the Magic Kingdom with 22 points, with three on our list. Number eight, at 25 points, was Flame Tree Barbecue on four of our list. There was a tie for the seventh and sixth position. Geyser Point with 26 points at Wilderness Lodge took it with three people's list. It was second and third. Number six was Earl of Sandwich in Disney Springs, also with 26 points. Five of us had it on our list, and it was the highest Disney Springs uh, ranking restaurant. Number five, at Art of Animation with 34 on the list, we had Landscape of Flavors on four of our list. It came in fourth, second, and first. And also with 34 points, Sunshine Seasons at Epcot, a.k.a. Chuck's favorite restaurant four on our list the difference being that one of us voted it third instead of fourth but somebody else voted it first and second so it took the higher spot rounding out number three i lied to you guys was captain cooks at the polynesian 38 points five on our list number two at animal kingdom lodge was the morrow with 41 points five on our list and then finally with 59 points on six of our list. Four first place votes went to Sartuli Cantina in Disney's Animal Kingdom in the new Pandora World of Avatar land that they just opened last year. Yum, 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 yum. And gentlemen, this I'm, was most enjoyable. I'm not mad at the list. But? No, there's no but. Okay. <laughs> I agree with the list. It's good. All right. I'll give you that. And gentlemen, I haven't eaten yet, and now I'm starving after talking about this. So mm-hmm. we're going to end this uh, session of the Mickey Dudes at this point. So before we do that, let's go around and let's tell everybody where we can be found on the interwebs. I, for one, can be found on Instagram at Figments Reality. Kyle, where are you? Uh, Diz Pipe. D-I-Z Pipe. On what uh, forms of media? I'm sorry. Instagram, and that's it. Okay. Uh, Joseph? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Joe Quad, on Instagram. You can also find me over at the resortloop.com DVC roundtable. Excellent. Steven? Yeah, you can get me on Twitter on SJM Disney. Okay. You can find me on Twitter at plain underscore tim thank you tim and you can also find the mickey dudes at the mickey dudes on twitter the mickey dudes podcast on instagram and our fan page on facebook just search the mickey dudes podcast ladies and gentlemen have a zippity doo day
you've just listened to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you again real soon.